start with a scream. If I don't start with a scream, it just ain't right. <laughs> Welcome to the Lifeline Podcast. And I am so like, I'm going to jump out my jeans because my favorite people in the world are on tonight. The dream girls are on. If y'all are excited, I want you to throw some hearts in the chat. And hey to the dream girl. Hey, hey. Look, you ought to be home because the pandemic is still going on, Saints. I mean, I know, I know we think that we free, we can get out here in this world, but we can't do it yet. Y'all, the pandemic is still going on. Take your tail home and watch. <laughs> Tonight, <laughs> listen. I out of them streets. Now right. let's get ready, right. but she she's introducing herself. Apostle Gloria Samuels is with us tonight. Apostle, would you just say, hey. "What's up, people? What's up? What's up, people?" <laughs> and none other than First Lady Deborah. <laughs> And look, now, Thursday's truce is still going on, and she's been giving more truce than we can handle in this Lady Thursday rise. Woo! Oh, my goodness. That's Thursday, Tuesday, and Friday. All the days. <laughs> all of them. Y'all, the dream girls are here tonight. Lord, help. Guys, together. <laughs> they <laughs> when we got the guys together last week they said look why don't you get the ladies together and and get their feedback on all that is happening in our world right now and uh, with the pandemic and also especially uh with the racial injustice that is going on in our nation and the black lives matter movement they want to just hear what the women had to say. And I couldn't think of any better voices to be heard tonight than these three women uh, who affect change in their communities. They are major, major influences in my life and the lives of so many other ladies that I'm connected to. And so I know they stuck at home. So I just stole it <laughs> for y'all. <laughs> Here we are. So I, I, I'm going to start off and just, we're just going to jump right in. We're going to jump right in, Apostle. Apostle looking beautiful tonight, Lady Deb looking beautiful. Yeah. Wrap mm -hmm. on. I mean, y'all really don't look like y'all in the pandemic. Y'all look like y'all looking good. Now, this is what I'm going to ask. Lady Thursday, I'll start with you. With, with us still being, I feel like we still in quarantine. Where is the first place you snuck off to that you know you didn't have no business going nowhere? Where's your, where's the first place you said, I gotta go and I gotta go now during this pandemic? Where? Hobby Lobby. Uh -huh. I went and stood in the Hobby Lobby line. And yes, I did. I went to Hobby Lobby. I couldn't, I, I couldn't take it anymore. Oh my so God. that is my spot. <laughs> What did you get, lady? What you get? Oh, I needed to get some fabric and I needed to get some 
you know, just some little doodads for all my little crap. Nothing, nothing. I just needed to get out of the house and walk the aisles. That's what I needed. <laughs> That's what I needed. Okay, Pat, Apostle Gloria, where did, where did you sneak off to? When? During the, <laughs> during the quarantine. Where's the first place you ran away to? You know, you know Joy told you to stay in this house. She don't want you to get COVID. Where's somewhere... Hey. You talking about when they when they open everything back up or oh. yeah when they open everything back up where was the first place you know I've been going anyway because you know serving and everything so I've been going anyway I did you go uh, fun that you wasn't supposed to go you were supposed to be in quarantine probably Steinmark. Mm. I went in there for about an hour and just kind of walked around and they had these little places where you have to stand six feet apart and you got to do this. And I was like, you know what? I don't even need nothing. Let me get out of here. So I, I, I got to validate you on Steinmark because that's the spot. That, yeah. that, is, that is the spot. But I found some... Sweet places online, some Black-owned businesses that do some really funky pieces. You know, I love funky jewelry. Mm -hmm. and I love funky pieces that kind of Gaia look without that Gaia's price. Hello. So you yeah. might have some secrets tonight. Yes. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I like, I like Thursday and I like the Gaia look. We like the... You know, the, the the harem pants and, you know, Bryn Walker's stuff. Yeah. 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 See, ladies, wow. in class right now, because if you want to know how they always looking so cute, that's what it's called. <laughs> well, you just dress like you, you know, you know you, and then do you. Do you. I just tell people, do you? Do, you know what? You know, because I may look very uh, professional, executive on one stand, and then you see me, and I may have on a pencil skirt and a long T-shirt and a jean jacket with a wrap and maybe something else, or I may have on my cowboy boots and some jeans and a wife beater and a scarf. Mm. Oh. I know that's right. Come on. With the wife beater. With the wife beater, boo-boo. <laughs> you know, holla. <laughs> okay. I love y'all. Here she come. Here she come. Y'all, y'all get ready. Okay, Lady Deb. Oh, Lady Deb, stop it. Stop it right now. Don't do that to me tonight. Not tonight. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> okay. Yeah, when, when Where did I sneak off? Yeah. Well, um, I was the absolute obedient one in the group. Oh. I followed Lord. <laughs> I didn't go nowhere. Because, well, I'm going to just say that my, my steps were just the same. Because I'm a homebody anyway, so uh -huh. I would go to church on Wednesday, you know, to serve my husband, grocery store, home. Church when the grocery store. So I have not really ventured out, snuck away yet. Yeah. So yeah, no, I'm sorry. I can't give you nothing. Um, <laughs> you know what? You I, can't, know what? I can't give you nothing tonight. 
Yeah, actually, the first place I went to was uh, Fresh Market. Oh, good choice. Because I, I, but I don't grocery shop, so I don't, I don't. That's okay. I don't do that. So I went there before I went to. Uh, maybe, maybe like a week or so before I went to Steinmark. Wow. Yeah. Okay, but we'll see. You know. Yeah, you <laughs> wanted to wait and see yeah. what happened. You yeah. We're waiting to see. I'm not interested in going to the restaurant. Now, I'm a restaurant girl, but I have no interest in sitting down and, no. No. Yeah. No. No. Me either. Yeah, I'm not there yet. Well, ladies, uh, the ladies are on tonight. We have our our viewers are on, and uh, one of our ladies just said, please, when y'all are telling about style, Tell where y'all getting these cute hoop earrings from because all of y'all have on hoop earrings tonight and they want to know where because they said these hoop earrings are fly y'all got on today. Really? Amazon. And I'm the only uh, born a little pearls on. <laughs> uh, Chico's. Gotta get it. Chico's. Okay, Apostle said Chico's. Yeah. Her. I want to say these came from um, Ashley's um, place. Uh, still uh, photography. Still shots. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, still shot. Yeah. Cause I just pick them up everywhere I go, but I remember that these. Yeah. yeah. That's where I got them from. Mm-hmm. And and everybody knows you can go to Ashley's and she has a wall of just yeah. flyest earrings. Yes. Yes. She had she has some real colorful ones. She got. Mm-hmm. Boys. She got some bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, ladies. So <clears throat> instead of doing the lightning round on the back end, we're going to do it on the front end, and then we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on. So here it is. We are in the middle of, I say we're in the middle of a pandemic because I don't think we're quite at the end of it. Oh. The numbers in where we live in North Carolina are at its highest right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yes. It, which equals Lady Deb will probably stay in the house another two months. Probably. <laughs> So <laughs> we are right in the middle of it. And then um, all of a sudden here comes, you know, our, <clears throat> our brother and our brother in Christ, our, our, our brother, we all connected by blood, but especially because he's African-American. Um, he was killed violently and yeah. we're in this black lives matter movement and it's just sweet the whole nation. Um, so last week, the guys, Dr. Goodman, Pastor Mac, Tim Shropshire, they just poured out their hearts about how <clears throat> it has just caused them to feel an unexplainable amount of pain and um, just anger and frustration. But a lot of people haven't really talked to the ladies about how we feel in this. Um, so we're going to kind of talk about how we feel as Black women, um, Black wives, um, black women in ministry and mamas, most of all. And so I'm the newest at the mama club, but you guys are all mamas and grandmamas of black boys. So we're going to talk about that um, tonight. And I know Thursday has some really, really good information that she wants to share. But first, we're going to get through this lightning round, okay? Mm-hmm. So we're in the I'm black and I'm proud. When did I'm black and I'm proud start? Who? Started that that line. Wasn't that uh, James, James Brown? Yeah, 
Yep, say it loud. That's it. I'm black and I'm proud. I'm black and mm-hmm. I'm proud. You could tell you a baby. You could tell you a baby. You tell <laughs> yeah. Me <let's> start. <laughs> say it loud. Yeah, so okay. I'm black and I'm proud. Yes, James Brown. Put the music to it. Come on. Hit me. Say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. She always the band. <laughs> she all the parts. Listen, I, I just Love I, it. I do the music. Y'all just say yes. yes, you do. Okay, so we are back in, you know, in that movement where we're proud to be black women, proud to proud of our black brothers and sisters. So here's my first lightning round question. <clears throat> what is your favorite black girl name? So my name is Leah, and I don't consider that to be a cool black girl name. I think it's kind of corny. <laughs> But if I could have a black girl name, it'd be something like Lakeisha. <laughs> Keisha. No. Okay, so Keisha. What? <laughs> Dale, I would say it had to be. What is your black name? It got to be Shaquanda. Oh. Shaquanda. Okay. Shaquanda. You gotta say it with your whole face. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta say it like that. You gotta say it like that. That's mine. Come yeah. on, ladies. Apostle. What? Red. Red? Listen, I don't okay. get all of that lie. <laughs> that lie get on my nerves. Half of those names, people don't know how to spell them. Get some of my nerves. Just name your kids something you can spell. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> my friend. <laughs> okay, Shanae. Okay, there you go. You got it. Shanae. So, you know, I grew up in D.C., right? So... Every group, every every posse, every girl group, every girl friendship group right. had a cookie. And so I always wanted to be the cookie in the group. Cookie, so yes. I wanted to be cookie. But you know, somebody you, else had the cookie name in my group. So you cook the cookie though, Lady Third. You look like cookie. I could okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause you, I mean, cause you kind of hard, and you know, then you got swag. That's that you. That name matches you. Mhm, mhm. I'm, I'm, I think about uh, what is it? What's the show that Cookie's on? Um, Empire. Oh. Empire. Empire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mhm. <laughs> yes, and Cookie don't. Yeah. So that's you. So, so what? So what? Lady Thursday is saying, I know how to sucker punch you before you know. So See. So that's what Cookie can do. Come on. I'm going to let that go. The new guest. <laughs> yes. Okay. Somebody somebody on live said their favorite black girl name is Bunquisha. Bunquisha. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. These are some great names. That is funny. 
Okay, next. I go, I go back to red. Red. <laughs> Apostle, go ahead. Well, you you can do what you want. You 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 running the show tonight. You can be. No 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 no. no, no. Uh, well, what we gonna say? Facebook Live. Would y'all give Apostle a good good black girl name? Cause give we, me a black girl name. And I'll let her know. <laughs> <laughs> As we are doing the live tonight, would y'all just put a good black girl name in there for Apostle? And we Drop we'll talk about it during the show. Okay, next yeah. question. <laughs> next question, Apostles in rare form. What is your favorite throwback black sitcom? Cosby. Cosby Show. Cosby. Anybody? Yeah. It yeah. has to be Martin. I love Martin. Love it. Love Every it. time I watch it, even though I've seen all, you just I just laugh at something new. Right. So it got to be Martin for me. Pam was my girl. Yeah. Pam. Crazy. Yes. Um, Another cookie. Up until right. the end when, you know, when it started getting weird, when him and Gina was kind of. In those different scenes. Yeah. As, I was like, nah, I can't do that. But up until then, Martin was my favorite. Somebody yeah. said uh, Good Times was their favorite. I didn't get to watch that one. That That's before me. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I love Good Times. In fact, a lot of white people think I look like uh, uh, Esther Rowe. Mm-hmm. No. No, you don't. I know I don't, but white people can't tell, you know. They no, they should, they should tell that one. <laughs> you know. Yeah, not, not at all. Not at all. Okay, no. girl, somebody brought that up. A different world. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I love that, that one too. Yeah. Okay, living color in living color. Uh huh. Sometimes. Yeah, I wasn't an in love in living color fan, but I remember the show. Yeah, they was crazy on that. What about Sanford and Sons, y'all? They they throwing them. Oh, that was funny, Sanford and Son. Yeah, Sanford and Sons is a good one. And yeah. single, what y'all think? I like that one. Yeah, I really like that one. Yeah, Okay, Apostle, before our next question, we got some names for you here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you can decide what you think. Uh, lollipop. Lollipop. Uh, uh, that's, that's, that's a hook. That, mm-mm. <laughs> Peaches. Peaches. Yeah, peaches. peaches. Now I can do, yes, peaches. peaches. That works. I know some peaches. Yeah, I like peaches. What's, what's a couple of more? Okay. <laughs> Ranisha. <laughs> they give you some good ones, Apostle. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that was a black name. I know a couple of those too. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's all they gave you so far. The Saints still thinking. They, they want to okay. get. We good. Okay. Oh, Judy. You want it? Judy? They said Judy. Is that a black name? <laughs> uh, LaQuisha again. LaQuisha came back up. Juicy. Anybody want Juicy? <laughs> no. Uh, okay. I had Juicy. I'm good. Apostle, I think Peaches is you. That's you. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Peaches, Peaches is me. I, that's, that's my favorite fruit. Yeah, yeah. Peaches. I'll go with that. Okay, okay. Next one. What is your favorite 
um, black owned business to shop at. And Apostle, you had already got going on that. So what's your favorite black owned business to shop at? Uh, Tara's Boutique. <laughs> yeah. Tara's Boutique is my absolute favorite. The owner is crazy and I, I love her. Yeah. Uh, and there's a one called Flowers, but uh, I love uh, supporting the Black-owned businesses that's around. Yeah. And uh, Tara is um, probably my favorite. She's bomb. She's bomb. Uh, yeah. Lady Thursday, who's yours? Um, I'm going to have to give a shout out to my sister-in-law, Angel Sweets and Treats. She's my favorite. She's the bomb. She does great sweets and treats. She does great decorating, candy, apples, yes. you know, things for parties and stuff like that. She's amazing. Yes. Wow. She's amazing. Yep. So oh, I didn't know we were doing food. Well, I mean, that's black-owned business is where I should, you know. I know, yeah, yeah. She got, like, she did my mug. Like, can you see my mug with my logo on it? Oh, look at that. Oh, oh that's yes. nice. Yeah, so she does all kinds of good stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's hot. And what's her business again, ladies? It's called Angel Sweets and Treats. Sweets and Treats. They're actually tagging these people that were, um, it's uh -huh. a, uh, Pound Cakes by Elaine is a is another good one for sweets. Mm -hmm. yeah. And Lily's, Lily's Bakery is another good one. Lily's Bakery, y'all. Mm -hmm. Alicia Patterson. Alicia Patterson. Yeah, she, Lily's Bakery. Look right now, listen. She does a <laughs> she does a red velvet with cheesecake in the. It's oh, that sounds good. It's mm. dangerous to your thighs. It's dangerous to your thighs. I mean, wow. it's it's like a weapon that comes at you, like, yep. And just oh god, and the, and the cellulite just start popping up on your thighs. Right, here it comes. No cellulite. No cellulite. <laughs> oh, no, look. It's got built-in muscle. <laughs> well, I did so funny. To my thighs. I don't know what's going on with my thighs, y'all. <laughs> okay, let's keep going. <laughs> Lady Deb, what I Lady Deb, you are an undercover shopper. You try to act like you don't be shopping, but you always clean. No, no, no. Right right now, I'm not undercover, I'm out of control. Like anything you sit at home with a with a point and click. Anything <laughs> I think of, like every day, it'd be like dumb stuff, rubber bands. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like the other day, I mean, it don't matter. It it is crazy. Like anything that I don't feel like I'm gonna go out and buy hair, mm -hmm. make, it's it's out of control. Yeah, Amazon <laughs> books. Anything yeah. I think of, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I'm Oh, they got mint covered toothpaste. Listen, I ordered the other day a five pound bag of Jolly Ranchers. What am I going to do with that? But anyway, right now, let's get to the point. <laughs> it's not me, which is a black owned business. Um, right now, I'm trying to figure out this whole makeup thing. I'm not as good at it as you are, Lady Leah. Ah. So I'm trying to figure out this thing. So while we're in this pandemic, that's what we're playing around with. So um, I got to name two people that I absolutely love every time they get some. I mean, because it's the lippies. It's Prophetic Cosmetics, Tracy Cooper. Mm -hmm. And it is Bavantes. Oh, now yeah. that's my favorite. Now, 
Now, yeah, I just, that foundation stick is the business, okay? You are a Bavanti girl, and they love you. You know it is the business, and I love them. So those are my two. So anytime any, you know, I'm just on there, just, yeah, wow. it's, it's crazy. And I'm just trying to do the best I can. What does Bishop think about this buying spirit you got? Because Pastor Mike is on me, like, why don't rise? Well, he used to be like, you know, because our Amazon is hooked up together. So every time they tell on me, so you know, they like, send an email I and tell him, hey, it's in the back, it's on the porch, it's in the middle, <laughs> it's here. You know, he used to say something about it, but now he's just like, uh, it's another package. Your package is here because he knows, you know, it's little, it's, it's crazy little stuff. But yeah. And sometimes I forget what I ordered until I get here. Right. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> well, we have the, um, we have the, it comes in the mail argument. You ordered that. No, you ordered it. I didn't order anything. Well, I didn't either. Well, it's got your name on it. <laughs> right. So you ordered <laughs> Yeah, everything yeah, has my name on it here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's okay. bad. Well, see, Apostle, you're single again, so you can just order all you want. Come on, when I, I you yes, had, you had, I, five, I, I can, but you know, um, I have some plans, and so uh, I'm utilizing discipline to get where I need to go, and yeah. I, I I'm I am investing in what's coming rather than what's here right now. Okay. okay. So um you know and I God knows do I need clothes? Do I need jewelry? Do I need fragrances? <laughs> do I need hair? Well rubber bands. You know, I asked for a couple of wigs. I got a couple of wigs, was gifted to me. Um <laughs> Do I need shoes? No. 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 You got everything. <laughs> got what you need. Come on. Not, not quite everything. I'm it's still one thing I'm waiting on, but it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. We we waiting on, we waiting on daddy, stepdaddy to come. Oh yeah. But I'm looking at some properties. And so to do that, you gotta Yeah. That's right. Yes, ma'am. That's good. And and look, uh, Lady Deb, the Saints are saying they with you on the rubber bands. It's not a bad, that wasn't a bad purchase. They said that was a good purchase. Okay. <laughs> I feel I feel better about that. Yes. <laughs> Thank y'all. Thank you. Why why do you feel better about it? Because if you've got, you know, when they're when you're when you know, when you're addicted to stuff like shopping and all it you just buy you don't even need it you know <laughs> this not a good i don't have any hair no no <laughs> next question next question this is the last lightning round question then we're gonna get into some other <laughs> what is your favorite black mama line that you always say so i'm gonna say mine because you know i'm getting I, I'm getting my mother's swag together. That's right. As the boys turn four, I'm starting to get more motherly. You know, I, I get that deep voice. Yeah. Now I'm going to tell y'all a story because Apostle was on the phone with me and she didn't hear me because my boys were talking so loud. <clears throat> and she said, put me on speakerphone. I said, yes, ma'am. 
She fussed my boys out so bad. <laughs> she came to that grow. Village, that village. They were good for the rest of the day. I was like, this is amazing. Would you please record your voice? Fuss my boys out so I can get some peace. But okay. <laughs> That's that grandmama. That's that grandmama voice. That's that grandmama voice. Yeah, that's that grandma. I actually have a couple of young mothers at the church yeah. that take my voice and they play it when they wow. the kids are doing something. They'll say they'll say Gigi Gigi is on the phone and they'll hit hit it and play it and they'll say, Oh no, or, or they'll say, I'm gonna call Gigi and they'll just or they'll say, "No, you call Gigi. No, no, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna clear my room. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it." <laughs> yeah. So my favorite Black Mama line that I'm starting to use now because my boys love McDonald's. I asked them, "Do you have McDonald's money?" Ah. Oh. That's it. <laughs> do you have McDonald's money? And I say it with an attitude, and then they be like, "No." So. <laughs> It holds them off for about a, a day. Okay. Right. Thursday, what's your black mama line? Yeah, Boy, but you better get out of my face. That's my favorite. <laughs> Boy, you better get out of my face. Yes, that's my favorite black mama line. She <laughs> doesn't listen, but it's my favorite line. Right. Okay. Okay. See, here, the ladies are pulling some in. They saying, uh, who you think you talking to? That's, okay, that's a black mama line. Lady Deb, what's your black mama line? Well, since my kids are teens and sometimes mm -hmm. they forget, my line is, I'm not one of your little friends. Mm -hmm. Who you think you're talking to? I'm not one of your little friends. Because they forget, you know, they get into that teenage uh -huh. and they forget to switch that dialogue. Watch that like, tone. Watch you know what I'm saying, girl? Uh, <laughs> bruh, like Devin's good. Be like, say, bruh, wait a minute. I'm not one of your little friends. Not bruh. Yeah, bruh. That's hot. That's, yeah. that's a good one right there. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Mama Apostle, we, we, we know you got one. That's why I had to save you for last. I know you got a hitter. My, my go-to is I slap the taste out your mouth. Oh. And that sound like you. Yeah. And I literally will. I'll slap the taste out your mouth. Keep talking. I remember hearing that one coming up myself. Keep talking. Keep talking. Keep talking. Keep talking. You'll swallow all three teeth in the back. <laughs> all three of your teeth. In the back. It's a heavy one. That's a good one. Hilarious. Okay. Some of ours uh, from our live. Uh, I brought you in this world. I'll take you out. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a black mama line right there. Yeah. That's a real, okay. real, that's a show nothing. <laughs> that's a serious one. Okay, let's see. Somebody said, I'm gonna bust you in your mouth. <laughs> Straight to the point. That's it. <laughs> oh, I know you ain't talking to me. Mm. That's a good one. <laughs> yes. Yes. Somewhere and sit down. Yeah. Gotta do the look though with that. When okay. you, the look, the look does everything. Okay, Apostle, get, get Thursday, give them the look. Thursday, give them the look. <laughs> Boy, you better get out of my face. <laughs> you have lost your rabbit mind. That's another one. You have lost your mind. Yes. Rabbit mind. Your rabbit mind. 
Okay, okay, they loving it. They loving all our Black Mama lines. Yes. Got some lines y'all want to give us. Go ahead and put them in. Um, wait, somebody put, Granny got my bond. <laughs> what? What? Going to jail? <laughs> That's a good one. Black Mama line, don't play with me. Don't play, don't with, play me. with me. Right. Yeah. And you don't play with you. You don't play with a black mama. No, you don't. You don't play with I, a black I do. I do give Ethan some grace. Sometimes I'll say, "Do you want to say that again? You want to try? Let's try repeat that. Try that again. You want to try again? You lost it. Yeah, yeah. Because you 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 lost it on that one. Now yeah, you lost your tone. Check your tone and try again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Ethan is he is Ethan just graduated. Um, from high school, um, and you did you did everything to make it as normal for him and as special for him as you could. Um, and so we're gonna start with you, Lady Thursday. You know how is it? <clears throat> how do you feel raising Ethan at this time? You know, and how has it been? How have the discussions been? Have y'all talked about it? Or yes, yes. Um, I made it a point last week to sit down with him and say, tell me how you feel. Because I think, um, you know, black men traditionally don't share their feelings. And one reason, because we don't give them a platform. But um, so we sat down and talked and he said, I'm mad. I want to break stuff. And I said, really? And I was like, why? He said, I don't know. Um, He said, it's like a frustration. It's like you feel like you don't belong. And it's just hard. He yeah. said, cause you know, he said, we had the pandemic going on. I couldn't graduate. I couldn't go to the prom. And then I see a man needlessly die on TV. He said, and all of this is swirling around in my world and I'm trying to figure it out. And um, it just makes you really angry. And I said, okay. And so um, we've been, of course, the pandemic has been a great um, excuse for me to keep him close to home. Yeah. But he's starting to venture out a little bit more as things open up. The other day, he said, well, can I go over to Friendly Center and meet a couple of my friends? I said, well, wear masks. I know they're not going to practice social, but try to practice social distancing as much as possible. Right. And, um, but, you know, when they leave, it's like you stop breathing. And you don't breathe again until you hear them come through the door. And I try not to be one of those mothers just tracking your every move because I realize he need, he need, he's 18, he needs some freedom, but it's really hard. And, you know, my dad was a policeman, so I love the police. I love policemen. I think policemen in general are wonderful. Um, but I worry about that 10% that are not and them coming in contact with my son. And so, um, and I think it's worse now than it was when I was growing up. I don't know why I feel that way, but I really, I really, really do. Um, I've never had a bad interaction with the police except for a situation with a ticket once. But um, so it's really hard letting him, I've got to let him have the space to be a man, to learn how to navigate the world. And I, but your instincts as a mother are to protect him with everything that you have. So it's a it's a very it's a very difficult time. Um, I want to share something real quick if you all will indulge me. Yes. Um, there was um, an article um, in the Washington Post, 
and a gentleman that I know posted it on his web page, I mean, on his Facebook page. And he said, so here are the numbers for unarmed killings in the United States in, since 2015. In 2015, we had 39 unarmed African-American people killed. In 2016, we had 19, 21 in 2017, 17 in 2018, and nine in 2019. Now this is according to the Washington Post. So those numbers sound really off to me, right? But what the system has done is they now say they don't know what the ethnicity of the person is. So let's say you have someone, so you have, but now you don't have as many African-Americans that are getting killed unarmed, but the number of undetermined ethnicity people has risen dramatically. And so he made this comment like it was only nine people that died and that's, it's rare. And I said, only nine? I said, well, if your son or cousin or brother or father was one of the nine, then it's not only nine. So we can't minimize the lives of people because statistically it supports your um, political agenda. So I think that's very difficult for me too because we're in a we're in a time when 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 everybody's focused on being right and nobody's focused on being righteous and that's a little scary for me. But here's the thing that blesses me: I have hope, and I have hope because I see things happening that haven't traditionally happened. Um, a pastor came to our church one time and he said things change but not very much and so what we have to realize is that equality is a process and not an event and so while we made headway in the 60s and we made headway in the 70s we're in a very um good place right now because there are businesses and there are people who are standing when i look out and see those protesters and they're just as many non-African-American people protesting as there are African-American. That blesses my soul. These young people see the world differently than the way we were raised and brought up. So I have hope that my son or my grandson will one day be able to get in his car and leave and I will be able to sleep and not worry about him until he comes back home. So that's kind of where I am and I hope I didn't go on too long. But um, that is that is where I am. I have I have the son that's at the age that is starting to navigate this world. So yes, there's great concern, but great hope. Yeah. And lady, we were talking about how um, you were saying how as Ethan started to grow, I was telling you I was nervous about as the boys get older, um, so many people from other ethnicities see them as so cute and, you know, white people want to hug them and are they twins and all, you know, and they they really love them at this age. But I, I fear as they grow that they will see them differently and as a threat. And you said, that's exactly what has happened with Ethan because yeah. he's tall and go ahead. He's, he's six two two thirty, So he's, he's, he's a big dude. And I, you know, I had to tell him around 14 because Ethan is a very affectionate, very loving person. And I said, you have to stop hugging 
other people's wives because you look like a man now. You can't, you can't be running up, hugging on the people's wives. Son, the brothers are looking at you sideways and you don't know because you're, you look like a man, even though you're still a child. And so I worry because when people look at him, they see a grown man, but he has the emotional, he's very mature, but he's still a child. Um, recently, we had a situation with my godson who's six five. And he was at a school and he went on a field trip and there was a little discussion between him and another student and the teacher walked, who was maybe the teacher was about five, seven, 150 pounds. So my godson is six, five, he's very thin, about 180. And so he walks up behind my godson and says, hey, that's enough of that. So my godson turned around and looked at him and said, I'm talking to my peers. This is the process you told, you told us to work. So this is what I'm doing. So this man accused my godson of being threatening. And so I said, well, did he step to you? And so he said, well, no, he just turned around and looked at me. I said, he turned around, he turned around and looked down on me. And I said, well, how else would he look? He can only look down on you. I said, and obviously you were standing close enough to him that it made you uncomfortable. But if he didn't move to you, then that means that you were inappropriately close to him. I said, but my next, my real question to you is, if he'd have been a five foot, 310 pound white girl, would you have been uncomfortable with what he said and the way he said it? And he had to take pause. And I said, so the problem is that he's six, five and black. Well, he can't do anything about that. Yeah. And that's the part that's scary. You know, if, if, a, if, if a five foot seven cop tells Ethan to get out of the car, I don't know. Because he can't help that he's 6'2 and 230 pounds. He can't do anything about that. So, you know, those are the things you, those are the intangibles that you worry about as a mom. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely scary. And I, I have this article I want to share with some moms who are on tonight. And it's, um, it's called, When My Beautiful Black Boy Grows From Cute to a Threat by Gina Dukes. And that article really just opened my eyes because she said, you know, you, we think there's a cutoff age for our boys, you know, oh, when they get 15 or when they get 17. And she said, you know, little boys are dying. Black boys are being killed as young as 12. Tamir Rice, age 12, was killed by an officer. Um, Ahmaud Arbery was 24. Trayvon Martin, 17. So, you know, it's just all the more reason for us to cover our boys in prayer um, because there is no age. No. Um, you know, there is no age. And Lady Deb, you have a teenager now, or preteen. Yeah, yeah he's thir 13. Wow. 13. 13. So how, you know, how has it been with Devin? Because Devin's a fun-loving guy. He, he, he's, you know, he's a jokester. He has so much personality. Yeah. Uh, yeah. that because of what's going on. Um, well, I have to share, you know, just the reality of how I responded to it at first. Um, it was like, a, uh, you know, when trauma hits you and you kind of slowly processes, you have a slow process and you just like, okay, wait a minute. Did this, did that really happen? That, that's kind of what happened to me. And I have to be honest. And, and then, um, I just was like, fear immediately hit me in regards to covering him because he is in that age where um, he has access to the world now. 
He's not in elementary school anymore. He's not a toddler anymore. You know, where we can shield some of the things, you know, that they see or don't see, or we don't even have to talk about it sometimes. They don't know. They just want to make sure that they cereal is good. You know, he's past that stage. And so, you know, my first concern was, oh my Lord, please don't watch that video. Hope he did not watch that video. Because, you know, right there at the hand. Mm-hmm. And, um, they're looking at the pictures and I'm wondering how it's going to impact him. So uh, I just started praying for my son, you know, first, because this was the first kind of, and although other things had happened, but with the pandemic, it just made everything seem like 3d, like in your face, you know, because we're all in. So with the pandemic, it just kind of um, made it, you know, even though it is big, but it just brought it to everybody's lap. There was nothing to distract him, no school, you know, this, that, and the other. So I was praying for him and I felt that um, as a mom just dealing with this because he is crossing that bridge into, you know, that age where the awareness of who he is is like, oh my goodness. Uh, This first conversation, I felt, you know, his father, you know, because I didn't want to go to him feeling the way that I was feeling because we'll both be in the corner hugging each other, not wanting to go outside. And, you know, and I didn't want that for him. My, so, so dad had, you know, detailed conversations with him, asking how he felt about it. Same thing, what he thought, just kind of hearing and then sharing with him from a, from a, um, you know, perspective of a black man and, you know, what to do, what to do. And I just became the stability of that. But the one thing that I did start picking up um, as uh, everything started getting louder and, you know, on TV constantly and on the phone constantly was I started seeing a little bit of the fear of being black. You know, like, not that I'm black and I'm proud. It was kind of like, oh, my goodness, I'm, I'm, I don't want, I'm afraid to be black or, oh, my goodness. And so, so I started um, depositing in him be proud of who you are. Let me show you your history. Let me show you, you know, let's look at some of these old, older films of, you know, your history and where you come from. You're a king, you know, be a proud black man, you know. And so I'm, I'm, we're kind of tag teaming together. So I'm hitting it from the side of be proud of your heritage, you know, and, and dad is laying the foundation and the structure for, for, for everything else, because this really is the first, although other things have happened and he knows about it, but this is the first time it was um, impactful, you know, to him. And then for me, um, other than that, I just, and I'm not trying to make it all about me, but I kind of got to share how it affected me. It really didn't come to a head like a volcano coming to the top until I saw that very first funeral and we stood in silence for eight minutes and 46 seconds. And that tore me up. That's when I felt the whole, and even though everything was going on, because I process things different. I'm a type of person, if an emergency happens, I'm super calm at first because I got to focus in on what needs to be done. But when it's over with, you can forget it. I'm going to be laying around all over the place. So that's how that hit me. The magnitude of that was like, that was too long. You know, after one minute, that two minutes, that was too long. That was too long. And it just kind of flattened me to the point where I had to let those emotions out so that I could deal with it from a better stable place. If that makes sense. You know, if that makes sense. To help undergird not only him, but Brianna. 
you know, um, who just didn't understand, you know, why someone would do that and, and just kind of talk to them a little bit about, you know, the police who are here to, there are some who are here to protect us. Everybody is not here to hurt, hurt us. However, you know, be knowledgeable, be use wisdom, be wise. Let me tell you what you do. So it's just been um, a day-to-day kind of journey uh, with us because we have to explain it to them where they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then deal with the world and them worried about going back to school. So we have to do it as to where it doesn't overwhelm them at this point because they are 16 and 13. But be truthful and tell them what's really going on. So that's been our experience so far. But dad's been a champ, you know. He's been a champ, and I've just been following. Yeah, and y'all been tag teaming, which is a great, you know, that's a great method that, you yeah. know, out him, allow daddy to, you know, really take the lead, and then you're just there. You're that foundation when he needs to come back and, and process with you. And I saw that y'all actually went out to the protest. And um, you took your kids, and I mean, I want to go out there so bad. I've been telling everybody, I, I mean, I got my Black Panther hat, red. <laughs> Pastor won't let me go yet, but I, I want to go. So how was it out there, you know, when you win? And and what made you and Bishop decide, you know what, we're going to take the kids. We're we going to go do this. Yeah, well, this is this is the real deal of 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 what happened is that, and I'm I'm with you. I don't ever want to, and I don't, and I'm not knocking what anyone else does with their children. That is on you, but for me, um, I wanted them to experience a moment in history, um, in regards to speaking out about you know injustice and to have that opportunity to not just say hey, we, were, we had to be homeschooled for the pandemic or to talk about the death of, of George Floyd, but we wanted to plant that seed of, no, you know, we have rights as a people, you know, we have to vote, we have to speak out and we have to, you know, speak up and we have to protest and come together in unity because, you know, we, we're about a, a move, movement, not, not just having a moment and we can't just talk about it and not be about it so that was the example of it so don't get me wrong we were very cautious as to when to take them because i didn't want to go out there and then be on the news talking about some you know some crazy happened so it just so happened the lord had it where there was a pastor pastor jason of impact church who had a um a citywide prayer rally so that's where we were. They had protested earlier and we weren't able to get there because Bishop and I had to do a Zoom. But immediately after that, he just was like, come on, we're going out as a family. And so we were able to go to that safe protest that was filled with God's word, worship, uh, prayer, and also, you know, speakers. So it was a safe protest. And that's what I loved about it because I was concerned. You know, and it's okay to be concerned as a parent because I didn't want anything to jump off and, you know, my kids get in harm's way. But God just lined it up that way. And we were able to um, experience that together as a family. So it was really, really safe and timely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was amazing to see. It was. It was great. It was amazing to see. And it's just an example to all of us of how to navigate this thing. We, you know, Mm -hmm. each of you and your lives and, and really it helps us uh, to push through this to, to yes. how our leaders are leading in, in this moment. It's a blessing. And Apostle, you have been 
a major influence. I don't know when you've been sleep. Have you slept since the pandemic? Have you slept? You, <laughs> you have been serving. Um, you have been just on the front line. And then um, when this came about, you really just went into overdrive and let your voice be heard. And I think that it's so important that you did that because you are our example of a strong black woman and you have seen this from generations from decades before it's not a whole bunch of decades of pasta i'm not saying <laughs> but I got, a, I got a few on you for sure yes ma'am in the 60s you saw this and now you see it coming back around again so you know just share with us some of your your experiences and your feelings um, and we've all heard it on T with G. I mean, you went there a few times with us on T with G, just sharing your heart. But would you just just give us a little of where you are with this and what God has, you know, um, allowed you to do to to help the cause already? I think um, I had a meltdown uh, on one of the T with G's uh, tea times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was just with everything that was going on uh, now for maybe like four or five years, I've been part of a racial harmony um, group that's, uh, that's just been having dialogue and putting things together to try to uh, bring uh, racial healing uh, to the Winston-Salem community and the surrounding areas. And we've dealt, some, we've dealt with some difficult questions. We've been very honest with each other. Uh, the, the, the hate for black males have intensely bothered me for years. Uh, I've seen that growing up with my brothers involved and with cousins with my father uh, finding one of his friends in the woods when he was younger, going to meet him and finding him uh, still burning um, and hung from a tree, just just all kinds of things, Um, traumas to the soul that you just, you find a way to live with it. And um, so I've seen a whole lot of, stuff and when all of this just kind of rose up black lives matter isn't something new black lives matter is just something that's gotten momentum now and has gotten the notice of saying hey we have a right to speak up we have a right to speak up and you will always get pushback when you have someone who has made the assumption that they are superior over another culture. To be perfectly honest, there's only one race, and that's the human race. The the battling is over cultures, except my culture, because my culture is superior to your culture. And so all kinds of lies have been told down through history. as to build up that culture and to keep the awareness of our culture from, you know, being exposed. And so a lot of our young people don't know how great they are, but the enemy obviously knows 
And that's where the attack and all of that comes from the threat and all of that comes from um, the jealousy and all of that comes from. So where we are now is not a new place. Where we are now is a place that we must pay close attention and get the most out of it. Because you don't make a difference until green is the color that they see. When you start taking those black dollars, and we are some spenders, we've all said that tonight. When you start taking those black dollars and you start saying, okay, if you're gonna do this, we'll spend our money here. You do that long enough, it's gonna get somebody's attention. It's gonna get somebody's attention. And when you get the attention, now you gotta make a decision. Do my business stay open and I service everybody the way I need to service them? Or do I have enough where I can do whatever I wanna do and be anti this or anti that? I like to just say for where we are right now, a lot of times God has been speaking for us to shift as the church, to change as the world. He's been asking us to be kinder to the earth. He's been asking us all of these different things. We pay no attention. Mm. We've ignored him. And so crisis always bring a change. Mm -hmm. So it's not a bad, it's, it's not a bad thing in that sense because we've slowed down to see what's really, what really matters. Some stuff we thought matter, doesn't really matter. People are understanding now more than everything. Let me hear you. Mm -hmm. For years, I believe with the uh, Black Matters movement and so, and so many before Black Matters movement, all of that, we've always had people on the front line saying, hey, vote, hey, get educated, hey, own your businesses, all of these different things, run your, you know, get things in place. We've always had that, that momentum. I just believe that right now, we have some people that says, listen, we are, we are now hearing you. Yeah. We are now hearing you. Yeah. We are now hearing you. And I don't know whether it was where <clears throat> it had to be where some Something as horrific as what happened made people eyes open. I don't think it's less people. Uh, I think it was Thursday who read that from the Washington Post. This guy wrote, I don't think it's less people uh, dying from unarmed, uh, that situation. I just think more people now are getting caught because we have phones that can record and we have this going on and we have that going on. And um, I, we're, we're right now in a position where we can change and make a major impact to this whole world. Yeah. To this whole world. It's not just in America. When you have uh, 20,000 people marching in Germany, Right. Protesting in Germany. 
So it's not just in America. It's just in America, God has allowed us to have a leader who was the trigger to expose the heart of America. Because mm-hmm. you can't deal, you can't deal, you can't get deliverance, full deliverance until you know what's all at, at bay. Mm-hmm. And so for if for nothing else, I believe he's been used to expose the heart of America. And I said that before he ever got in office. Mm. (laughs) So, you know, we we have to be thankful for that. Yeah. Because I think until you get, until you, until you see what's really going on, you don't even really know how to pray. Mm. And I think, I think this exposure has taught us as a body of believers, white, black, purple, blue, whatever, yeah. it has taught us kumbaya moments ain't getting Real honest talk, real honest prayer. What would Jesus do? And Jesus wouldn't do this stuff that has been allowed through the church. Right. For years through the church. If we're going to preach the gospel, preach the whole gospel, but live it. That's the best way to preach it. Mm-hmm. So that means you don't hate somebody because of the color of their skin. Mm-hmm. You don't do that. You black and you hate white people. You white and you hate black people. When you cut us open, we all bleed red and we're all pink on the inside. Amen. Ask anybody who do autopsies. Amen. Amen. So, so if God loves variety, if God loves diversity, who are we to say that God is wrong? Mm. I wouldn't want everybody to look like me. I wouldn't want everybody, you know, we need variety. We do. The cultures are for us to learn from each other. And we can't learn from each other if we don't embrace our differences. When we, when we start really establishing relationships, we're going to see, well, you're not so different after all. Right. Right. You got some cray-crays, we got some cray-crays. <laughs> That's the truth. And Apostle, I think that you said something, you know, kumbaya ain't getting it no more. We got to, you know, so how can women of our generation, you know, like the Rosa Parks and, you know, and, and Malcolm X and all the big boys back. I mean, they did it. They made change. What can we do to affect change in that matter? Are, are we on the right uh, road? Are we doing right? If you, as you look at us young folks, are you like, Lord, they don't, they ain't got it. Or are you like, y'all don't, y'all got it. No, I, I really have hope. I'm telling you, because for, for a few years, I was like scared. I was just really, I was like scared. I was like, God, you take, you take, you taking generals off, off of the, off of the field. And, 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 you know, we're getting older and, you know, what, what your church going to look like. And, you know, you, the message never changed. The methods will always change generation to generation. The methods will always change. But holiness is holiness no matter what generation. Righteousness is righteousness. Kindness 
love, all of those things, they never, they never change. And so you have to have people who are committed to the cause. And I believe for us to have, for individuals to have an impact today, you have to know who you are and you have to know what you've been purposed to do. I'm not upset with, for me, if I get out there and protest, walk and protest, that's, that's great, but I'm not, I'm not consumed with, with doing that because I'm doing a lot of back behind the, let's have some tough conversations so that we can get more people involved. I, so know where you need, know where your gifts are yeah. and know where you would have the best right. impact and get there and do it and don't be afraid. You never, you'll never get anything done being afraid. And as a black female leader, you got a whole lot of pieces that come with that too. So sometimes I, I understand very clearly, I don't stand in my own strength. I have to stand in God's strength. But I also have to have faith in me. I have to have faith in my faith as I have faith in my God. Yeah. And I think for us to make the, make the moves and make the changes, some stuff might scare the living kadoodles out of us, but we still got to stand and do what we got to do, period, point blank. If he called you, if he purposed you to do it, do it. Do it. Um, I think one of my prayers too right now, Lady Leah, is for a single voice. So what we are missing in this dispensation that we had in the 60s and prior to is we had a unifying voice. Yeah. And so what we have right now is a bunch of mini movements within a movement. And so there's not, there's not, even if we, we need all of the things that are going on to be going on, but we still need a voice. We need a mouthpiece. And yeah. so my prayer has been that God would raise up um, a mouthpiece that all of these different, different factions can respect and honor so when that person says okay you calm down and you raise up you know they would be responsive because that's really what i believe we're missing um lady deb was talking about bishop and i've watched my husband my husband is not verbal he's a non-verbal dude right so it's come on ethan and you know they're off to last week it was the prayer walk and then it was the you know tonight it was walking the, the you know they're, they're doing all these little things and it's his thing is I have to, like you said, I have to demonstrate for him how as a Christian man, you carry yourself through these things. We can't, we can't be out there at night rioting because that's not what we do. But when there's a prayer walk, you know, as men of God, we have to be present. And so I think that is my prayer. And I would, I would pray that anybody that's listening will make that a point of prayer for them, that we find a unifying voice, somebody that we can say, that's our leader. And that's the person that is, you know, kind of helping us navigate through this. We just don't have that right now. And I think that's what we need. Absolutely. Absolutely. That, um, Lady Thursday, there's a lot of people praying that same prayer. There's a lot of people praying that, that same prayer. 
And so we know where to direct our prayers um, right now um, so that we don't. And, and Facebook Live is agreeing totally. Um, yeah. There are, there are a lot of many movements within a movement. We need to all come together. Um, and so I think this conversation has been a great start because the sisters do have something to say. Um, the brothers have been making their voice heard, but I believe that the ladies have a lot to say. And I hope that this will open the door for other ladies to come together and, and, and uh, have conversations where we can voice our concerns, our thoughts, um, where we can uh, come together with ideas and how we can help to make change. Uh, so it has been fun, ladies, and we went over an hour. And I'm going to blame it on Facebook Live because they had us going and talking and laughing and we had a time together. The Dream Girls reunion has been a success. Hello. It's keep pushing hard. We're going to try to get Lady Deb out of the house somewhere else at the store. And <laughs> the last time I went with y'all, the pandemic hit. <laughs> the truth. Hey, Deb. Yes. Okay. I got it. I wrote it down. Apostle, will you tell everybody about this? This is this is your new like go-to meal. Is this your pandemic meal or is this like? This is it's a vitality bowl. It's a superfood. And I have um Okay. I don't eat this, I don't eat this lake, but I have shaved coconut, honey, mm. banana, strawberry, okay. and the um, ACAI, I can't pronounce it. Akai. Akai? Akai a berry. I spell it. I know that's right. Yep, yep. And it's really good. Um, and since I'm going to be up to about 1.30, I figured I'd go ahead and eat it. Wow. Now, Apostle, are you on like, because you're like doing like a diet kind of thing, right? I was doing keto, but I backslid. <laughs> Me too, Lady Deb. I was doing keto and hey, right before I went to Jamaica for eight days, I said, <laughs> and I got over in Jamaica and every chef over there was an amazing cook. Oh, you had to. Yeah, you got to. Yeah. Yeah. And then I came back and I kind of like played with it. So I was doing what they call slut keto. Slut keto is, it's really a term. Slut keto is where you um, you play around, and, but you're not, diet. you're not serious. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Damn, no. <laughs> yeah, but you know. I've got a, I've got a, I got to commit to uh, ending that relationship. I started my relationship back up with bread. Oh, yeah, that's a, ooh, yeah. yeah. I and I know, I know, I know with bread, bread slow. yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta just sever it all the way and say my goodbyes and not look back. And when, when bread is talking to me, I've got to ignore the conversation. <laughs> But I was vulnerable, and 
the pandemic really didn't help it because it closed me in where the bread could talk to me even the more. Mm. And so after so many days and nights. It's a sweet talker, ain't it? I mm. backed and said, I'll give you another try and we'll see how it goes. Mm. What did the bread say to you? Did he say like, girl? The bread, said, here, <laughs> the, bread, the bread said, you know you miss me. Stop playing. You don't have to just have one role. Come on. Mm. I'll take care of you, girl. Come on. You don't and have I to just have one role? I, I literally fell for it. And the bread, and, and then the bread said, and then the bread said to my thigh, I told you. Ah. Gotcha. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> go, go back. Look, the ladies on here are like, look, bread is the problem. They are with you. And they want to know, is there chicken in that bowl? Because, you know, black folk, we need something with a little No, no, no. I'm, no, no, no. There's no meat. In fact, I'm getting ready to, I'm really getting ready to consider to take every, all meat out except maybe uh, some uh seafood wow i'm really giving i'm really considering that i've got to get serious this year i turn uh i'll be turning 65 so i really 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 have to get serious and during this pandemic i lost uh with on keto i lost 28 pounds and i gained 12 back mm -hmm. and so um and i could tell a difference with the 12 yeah. I really can tell the difference with the 12. And then I sprained a muscle in my back from sneezing, and that kept me down a whole month. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't able to work out, dance, because I dance anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes. So um, I was a powerful to... sneeze. Yeah, yeah. I actually, uh, maybe like 12 years ago, I uh, uh, cracked, I did a fracture, my a rib from a sneezing. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. I, 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 obviously, I don't know how to manage my. <laughs> obviously, obviously, I like doing everything hard and not easy. Oh God. Okay, Lady Liv. Show <laughs> is over. This show is over. <laughs> this is why we love you, Apostle. We we can't get enough of this. We. Uh, Okay, okay. We gonna wear it. To, I need I I'm a, I'm gonna tell my favorite meal. I wish I had a healthy meal for 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 my pandemic meal, but my my favorite pandemic meal is pizza. Oh. Oh yeah. I love pizza. Oh, I love pizza. I love pizza. Do you make your pizza? No. I just call it in. I got it on speed dial. You need to start making your pizza. What's your favorite place to get pizza, Lady Lady Leah? Papa John's, but I know you're gonna say something real bougie and, and oh, amazing. Oh no, you're right across it. Well, right not far from you is um is um Elizabeth's. They got oh that I love their pizza. Elizabeth's pizza and Marco. Mm -hmm. Marco's is good too. So y'all like the New York style pizza, right? Yeah, I do. Okay. What's your favorite pandemic meal, Lady Thursday? What What is Pastor Chip making you fix? What y'all eat? 
So I'm having a real, I'm, I'm having the same issue with, you, you know, those, um, um, cheesecakes with the cream cheese and the sweetened condensed milk that you put in the refrigerator with the cheesecake pie thing. So that's been a problem at the house because my husband keeps making them for me. But he got me a, uh, what is that, an air fryer? So I have been killing these chicken wings. Oh my God. Chicken wings in the air fryer. And then I made up this barbecue sauce because nobody in my house likes barbecue sauce. So I created a barbecue sauce that everyone will eat. And so I have been killing the chicken wings and the yeah, that's a, that has been my favorite pandemic meal. Chicken wings and cheese refrigerated cheesecake. <laughs> Bad combination, but yeah. This air fryer thing is going like viral. Everybody's talking about air fryers and I want to get one. It is amazing. Do you have one, Lady Dent? Guess what? I have one and I haven't even used it yet. And I fried chicken wings in my fryer No, so I take my chicken wings and put them in there for 15 minutes and pressure cook them take the juice out. That's what I turn into my barbecue sauce. Put them back in there on air fryer. Put the air fryer top on it and let it crisp them up and then dip them in. Oh, that sounds good. Okay. You know, okay. I'm going to call you. Write all that down. She yes. went to go get that air fryer. Yes, she did. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I went to go get me a spoon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so so usually, if you have an air fryer, you if you start using it, Ethan, he has he cooks every day in the air fryer. Okay, I'm gonna make chicken wings tomorrow because yes. that's what I was gonna make. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'll walk you through it. Yes, I will. Yes. Okay, Lady Dale, what what are you cooking? Because you know you will make like 16 sweet potato pies at one time. So what what are you doing over there? You know what? No. Yeah, I make too much. Um, you know how you get rest you get recipes from your mama. Mm-hmm. And she made a whole lot of. I don't know how to make for little. I know a how to bit. make for mm-hmm. yeah. So it's been kind of, it's been kind of interesting. First of all, I love cooking. Mm-hmm. So I absolutely, I'm very domestic. I love cooking for my family. So it's been kind of fun um, repeating some things and then just trying out some new stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just been working out for me. So mm-hmm. um, I wish I could say we have a favorite thing that like today was was Taco Friday. Uh, you know, taco just ain't on Tuesday. So okay. it was Friday. It was taco Friday and that carry on the lunch the next day. And then, like I said, chicken wings. So it's been pretty fun trying to figure stuff out. But but I'm real snacky at night, which is not good. Mm-hmm. So I'll stop eating. Like, I don't eat a whole, it's like, I don't have a really big, big, big appetite, but I'll snack on the wrong stuff. Okay, what's your favorite snack? We gonna hear that and then we we out. What's your favorite? It changes. Right now it's 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 chips and dip. Oh love chips. Or sometimes it's just chip, it's it's a New York thing. Sometimes it's just chips and hot sauce. Ooh. Okay, that's new. Yeah. Now I like crunchy too. I like crunchy. right now. But tomorrow like two but then I'll be done like real quick with it and won't do nothing else for like so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try. So just put you some Texas Pete. Yeah, see, y'all do the Texas Pete. I'm from, I do the Buffalo, the Frank's Red Hot, because it stick to the chip. So I don't like runny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
And buffalo, okay. And buffalo pizza. Try Home Slice. Home Slice has good buffalo pizza. Not New York. It's a difference between New York pizza and buffalo pizza. Okay. You have to ask them for the buffalo pepperoni. Once you have the buffalo pepperonis, you will not eat the regular pepperonis again. And where is this? From Home Slice Pizzeria here. It's two locations. Home Slice. And both of the, 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 the people are from Buffalo. So they, they make buffalo. You can get New York pizza there, too. It's one over by, good Lord. I think it's, uh, I think it's GN, UNCG. What? I'll give it to you. And it's another one. Okay. So that's my, that's my pizza right there. Because it reminds me of home. Yes, yeah. you are New York. But Buffalo, yeah. make this plain. Yeah. She not Brooklyn. Upstate. <laughs> I'm Niagara Falls, call me. I'm Niagara Falls. <laughs> Y'all excuse me. <laughs> not tough at all. Not tough at all. You you tough to us. Okay. Any other snacks that we can throw out? Because the ladies are loving this. And everybody's saying that Mario's pizza is the best. But we're going to try Lady Deb's pizza. We are going to try it out. Everybody is saying Frank's Red Hot Sauce is it. Yes. Uh-huh. Frank's Red Hot Sauce. All right. I'm going to get it. Try it out. It's good. Okay. Any other snacks, pandemic snacks for the Saints tonight? They want to go to the grocery store and get some good stuff. What y'all got? Chicken breast salad is good with Doritos. Chicken breast salad. <laughs> well, I made some of that last night. That's in the refrigerator, and I have Doritos, so I will let you Got know. Got your Doritos. Change your life. Mm-hmm. Going forward. Check on that tomorrow. Apostle, you stay healthy. Don't eat none of this stuff we talking about. We just don't ignore us. She going to be hungry in about 30 minutes. I got to get back on the, on the right track. As okay, we sorry. We sorry. sorry. No, 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 no. It's okay. I do Snickers. Oh, <laughs> that's all you need is one. It's like a meal. Just one. I know you got to eat it slow. <laughs> okay, they talk about just old school popcorn. Just pop some popcorn. Yeah, that's my favorite. Popcorn. White cheddar. Popcorn. White cheddar. Oh, my goodness. White cheddar popcorn. That's the best. I like the ranch and the nacho, and you got to get the hot butter and buy, and pour it on there. Ooh. Oh. That they sell the little hot butter. <laughs> Just melt your stick of butter and pour it in the box. I, I need that for the real food I cook. I can't. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't like, I don't like that stuff on my popcorn. You don't like the... <laughs> I just like a little butter and some salt. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I'm a popcorn. I like white. I like cheddar. I like white cheddar popcorn. Yes. Okay. They said, "What about kettle corn and honey roast?" No, too sweet. As long as it's not real sweet. Too sweet. They giving us all. We don't want Okay. What about boom chicka pop? Have y'all tried boom chicka? I had some of that yesterday. It's good. Boom chicka pop. Yep. <laughs> Look, we got a lot of snackers on here. Uh chocolate chip cookies and caramel ice cream, and then we out. Which no. Too many shirts. And you gotta make an ice cream sandwich. You gotta bake get the little cups and get you two cookies and smash them on there like that. Oh my goodness. 
that's a buffalo. That's a buffalo chicken. Buffalo you ice cream. A chocolate chip ice cream sandwich. You no, hurt yourself. You're an ice cream sandwich. You're gonna use oatmeal raisin cookies with coconut and and uh, pecans in it, and then put the um, vanilla ice cream in between it and squish it, and then eat it. It's good. The, the that sounds good. Everything that's that really good. That delicious. Now, one of my favorite desserts to fix is uh, homemade strawberry shortcake, and I make it uh, from making homemade biscuits. Mm. And I put a little bit of sugar in my biscuit, and then I cut the biscuit open, and I put um, vanilla ice cream, strawberries, whipped cream inside, and then on top of the biscuit, I put uh, strawberries and let it just the juice come oh, down. After the pandemic, we're invited over to have that. Yes, and I put powdered sugar on it, oh. and it's so good. And you butter that biscuit. And you make that butter makes it real crisp around the edges. Yeah, some kind of good. It's it's a it's a it's a big thigh dream, baby. Big thighs, just bring your big old thighs to the Apostle's house and let her just feed you. <laughs> thigh dreams. That's a good one. Yes, we could, I feel like we could do a big uh, a big girls meal dream girls cooking show slash girls night and just bring all the ladies in on live and they can just watch us just fix stuff and we can tell them the ingredients what you think apostle hey i'm game i i just had to, somebody i've been making home i do i've always done homemade chili so mm. i had somebody that asked me for a whole year please make me some chili and i've just been busy but i stopped and made that child some chili because I said if she hit me up on Facebook one more time. <laughs> Look, Facebook Live said we need to do a cookbook together. Okay. Oh, I'd love that. Ooh. I got a lot of my, you know, my mom is a cook. Yes. Wow. My mom yeah. is a show enough burner. Yes. So I, I love her recipes. I still can't get my greens like she gets hers, but Oh, that's what we'll, we'll figure out a few dishes. Facebook Live, y'all help me convince the dream girls that we'll come together and do a cooking show together <laughs> and we'll get some recipes and we'll just show <laughs> some good stuff. Everybody will bring their dish that they're going to show us, and my dish will be rice. I can do that, and then the, I'll let y'all take the stuff. <laughs> Rice, it's gonna be good. He said, "I cook good rice." <laughs> That's a mess. That's a mess. A mess. If y'all love the Dream Girls, put some hearts in the chat. We are telling y'all good night. Good night. And we love you, Leah. Thank you. Thank we you. love you. Thank you, Leah. Love you. Thank you, everybody that came on. Thank you, Lady Deb. Thank you, Lady Thursday. Thank you. Thursday. Love y'all. Love y'all. I want my cup Thursday. Okay. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I'm on it. All right. Good night. We'll see you. Good night. Good night. Show coming. <laughs>